0: Good evening, Patriots, and it is still Thursday over here on the West Coast, and that would be Thursday, October 20th, and you're already well into the beginning of Friday on the East Coast. I apologize for the later start tonight, but I had an opportunity to grab a really good interview from Juano Saban, who's currently in Alaska, and I'm going to air this tomorrow night, and I'm going to tell you, it's a, he does it a a really fantastic kind of breakdown or overview of where we are at the critical moment. Definitely some cautions to us all that some very, very big things are about to break, which I think we all feel, and it's going to potentially break very soon. And just just to kind of managing expectations of what to expect, which this is going to be a pretty long year, not something very quickly that goes away. And I just will highlight this for you because he ends it with just a very beautiful reference to this audience and openly says that he feels that this is, in his mind, bar bar none, that Bars Nation is his favorite audience that he talks to. So anyway, I think you'll look forward to it. It's something to look forward to. I was really happy to get the interview. And um, definitely something worth listening to tomorrow night. It's a good interview. Patriots, before we begin, let's just hit a couple things and just I want to just go over the sorts of things that we have here for everybody at this point in time and why why we have them. And it's all these links are below the website. I'm just gonna go over it quickly. Obviously, my pillow, great sleep systems, great pillows, everything you need for a great night's sleep, and an amazing company. All of this is by design. I just want you to know that these are very intentional. People that we have here helping the channel out, iTarget Pro, that's that great ability for you to. And of course, my pillow is mypillow.com. Your b- promo code is Bards. iTarget Pro is iTargetPro.com. Your promo, your offer code is Bards. That's a an ability for you to have a to using being able to practice your your firing methods and techniques using a laser system that's allows you to do that indoors. We have birch gold, which is everything there to help you managing your wealth. To, so with hard metal 401ks and precious metals, all very, very important. And then, of course, prepare with Bards.com, which is My Patriot Supply, which is the amazing food supply stuff or food, food resources to, for long-term storage and prepping. All of those are by design and intentional all the way through. So that those are resources as well for you that I feel are just exceptional products to have available as you look at what you are needing in your life. And so all those links are below. The, these, every podcast, you can find them, and they offer great savings and great deals for Bards Nation, and that's why they're there. So got that done, and we'll move on. I want to read a post tonight, and this is from a, someone on Gab. And it's at Tikitu, which is T-U-I, or Tikitui, I don't know how you say it, but T-I-K-I-T-U-I, also known as Kiwi Bird. And this is from an, someone down under. I think it offers a great way to start tonight because it's a, a framing in what we face as a world, not just as a nation. So let me read this. Who in their right mind is ever again going to trust hospitals, doctors, nurses, and health authorities after the last three years of propaganda, lies, misinformation, and murder of healthy people? Who will ever again trust police to protect citizens after witnessing them beat, tasered, spray, shove, choke, and trample people with horses, all with great enjoyment, Ordinary people who were doing nothing wrong, walking together down a street, making their concern known about what is happening to us all. I forgot to mention the sonic weapon they used on us in New Zealand and Australia. Filthy bastards. I have never trusted politicians, and even less now. Not trusting them has been replaced by absolute loathing for those blood-sucking subhuman reptiles. Who will ever again trust the education system, schools, and teachers? They have been too willing to fall in a line and be manipulated into manipulating and corrupting the most innocent and vulnerable in our world, our children. I cannot watch a movie, go to a concert, or watch TV, or go to a sports match. I cannot bear today's fashion shows as they have become freak shows working the beast system agenda. All I now see is demons, subhumans, and moral corruption. Actresses, actors, the music world, and so-called stars are dead to me. My standards and morals are far too high to even give them the time of day. I do not even trust the food I eat unless I have grown it. I cannot ever imagine trusting the voting system or the justice system again. They are morally bankrupt and satanic in their corruption. I want peace, morals, decency, and honesty to come back. I am done with every single one of these things who rule and control our lives. P.S. Nobody should be paying any government organization to live, our, to live on our planet. Licenses, fees, taxes, and fines need to be abolished. Punishment should mean punishment and criminals have to be responsible for their own actions and take the punishment. One of the neat posts down below that follows this is from Rosie M that says, Tiki Tui, the only cure for this evil world is true faith in Jesus. And she quotes Proverbs eleven, twenty-one Though they join forces, the wicked will not be go unpunished, but the posterity of the righteous will be delivered. The times that we live are not just us. And when we get a perspective like this, I think it's very important to take that step back and take a breath and realize that this entire world is being shaken and the entire world is being forced to look into our hearts. Our entire world is forced to be able to look within ourselves and ask ourselves where we are in relation to kingdom where we are in relation to Father God, and where we are in relation to Jesus. There are many out here that don't even have that in their dialogue. Maybe they've never met Jesus. Maybe they've never had an opportunity to be blessed, to realize the blessings of Father God. And, And maybe they have no concept of even what kingdom business or kingdom living is. For some, even in the church, they lack that because they've been trained to follow certain obedient rules, to be passive in a pew, to listen to how the the pastor tells them to worship. The pulpit dictates the method to worship and establishes the boundaries. The walls of the church become the prison under which people live and think that they're living within God's grace. Meanwhile, the offering plate goes around, the money goes in, and the church business keeps on going. These are tragic times on this level. And we have the many that are just wandering, searching, asking, and not knowing where to go. For each and every one of us, this shaking has happened. But in all of the world, the eyes still remain on one country, the United States of America. And whether you realize that or not, it is still there. We may have stumbled, and we have miserably as a nation. We have turned our back to a large degree on God. We have stepped away from our responsibilities to hold government accountable and hold their feet to the fire of responsibility and being subordinate to the wills of the people. We have allowed a government to grow out of control. We have allowed its institutions to dictate to us how we shall live. We have allowed this system to push God off to the side, and we said nothing, or we said very little. We've allowed this system to institutionalize the murder of unborn children, and the loudest voices that keep winning that fight are the murderers that continue to do that dirty deed. And now the latest crime that we face is that we must confront the reality that as a, as a society, we, we're making little squeaky noises like a mouse, but we're doing nothing to stop the overt attack and destruction and even mutilation of children in the name of gender fluidity, cultural choice of sexuality, and vaccines. The sins of this nation are huge. And each one of us carries that weight because nations shall be judged. And as a world, each one of us carries that responsibility in each of our countries. The amazing thing with all of this is that we also know that the blood of Christ Heals and seals and the sacrifice of Christ is the contract to forgive the sins. But to do that, we each have to take the responsibility to put ourselves before Father God and pray for the nation and its repentance. I don't know all of what's going to come at us. I've given you some expectations and I did it in the last show and I'll give you some here what I know is a storm is coming and it's a necessary storm. The most truthful statement has been stated was by president Putin recently that stated that the West has become, and I'm paraphrasing that the West has become the center of a Luciferian cult. In fact, the leadership in our nations on the Western worlds is a Luciferian cult. And it has worked under the greatest lie that Satan has ever pitched, that the devil does not exist, and in the churches, even worse, that the devil is here, but he has no power because Christ was sacrificed on the cross. That is a lie. In this world, Jesus knew that the devil, that this was a fallen world and the devil had power. His disciples' role was to get out and to minister to the people, to bring the word, to occupy, to expand, and to subdue. That remains our role. That remains our primary objective. And each and every one of us, whether you realized it or not, whether you intended it or not, whether you wanted it or not, it's irrelevant. You're in this war and you're in God's army And it's now the responsibility to fight like a soldier under the banner of Christ. That means being mighty in the face of the enemy. That means listening to the wisdom of God as he guides each one of us in this fight. It also means most importantly that we begin this fight on our knees each day. As we secure that battle armor, the spiritual armor that God has given us, as we go through our life And we find those things that we need to unhook from. We repent for ourselves each day to find those things in past and present that we stumble upon. Not to be pressed down, but to get stronger as we stand. This fight ahead of us is mighty. And it will will test us. But what I will tell you is that it will test us while it will crush others. If we are walking with Father God, he'll take care of us. But as I have said here many times, it is going to be like being in a flashover of a fire. If you understand what that means, when you're in a forest fire, as a firefighter, you carry a small tent on your hip, on your hip belt. When you unfold it, it looks a lot like a big Tootsie Roll wrapper. It's all foil. In a matter of seconds, you can deploy it. You can roll inside of it. You can seal it and place yourself face down as a fire flashes over the line and it burns through. You'll survive the fire. It's intended to withstand enormous amounts of heat. But just because you survive doesn't mean your hair won't be singed a bit. It doesn't mean you won't get some first degree burns. But our role in right now is going to be more important than ever. We're heading now into what will be some very fast-moving events. Things are lining up. The DOJ has announced it has in a position now to subpoena President Trump and likely move to arrest him. We have other political maneuvers going on, and we have at the same time a global situation that is about ready to boil over. None of these things put me in fear. None of these things have me in any anxiety because where I sit, where I walk, I'm walking with Jesus and I'm I am there with Father God. And so as I said in the previous show, as I've said before, if you are in a state right now where you are feeling anxious, a state of fear or concern, you need to get on your knees and you need to pray and repent. And you need to realize that in walking with Jesus, there is no fear. The biggest thing that each one of us has to realize is we've been given time and grace by God to do the best we can to prepare for this moment in time. And the greatest part of that preparation has been our spiritual armor and our connection with him. There are mighty warriors of God that are going to arise. And it will be those that you don't expect. It won't be even you when you don't think you're capable. Because God will raise you up. And you will have that strength. But the one thing that Christ shared with me is I told you on my trip down two weeks ago to Yuba City when I had a beautiful drive of 80 miles speaking to Jesus. The one message it made very, very clear And it was this, it was that, as I had mentioned, I was going through my things and I was saying we were praying for President Trump to be a repenting president in Christ. And I was basically waved off of that topic. And the point is that that was not something I was to focus on at this point in time, and I acknowledge that. But what the message was, which was very clear, is that every person out here that is following Jesus... Needs to understand that you are there in your place for a very particular reason. That God has moved his army and spread it across the nation. He spread it across the world. He sprinkled it out. And that anybody that thinks that they are alone or feels that there's few around them is missing the point of why they are there. This isn't about building friendships and having parties and block parties. You've been placed where you are so that you can build a community, so that you can, you can administer and sermon to people with the love of Christ in times of despair, in times of panic, in times of need. Each person is now being called on to disciple and be prepared to do so. The greatest preparations you can do right now are in prayer, greatest preparations that we can do within us are to stay within the word of God we each are going to be there where we need to be but each are going to be called upon where we are to do things whether you think it is small or not but to administer that love and that understanding to the people that are around us our country is being has been deeply infected and infiltrated from within. The evil which we confront is an evil that has by design its desire of built on blood and blood sacrifice. It has called out 77 million or 82 million, depending on the day, Trump supporters as enemies of the state. It has called out President Trump as an enemy of the state. I want you to let that sink in a minute. We mock at this administration, but I want you to hear what I just said again. These were things said by the senior people in the most powerful military nation on the world that have called out one-third of its population as enemies of the state. If you think for a moment they were kidding, If you think for a moment that was said offhandedly, you've missed this entire reality. These people are vicious. They have no intention of relinquishing power. And they have no intention of treating anybody that objects to them kindly. This is who they are. They are part of a deep Luciferian blood cult. They see that their righteous place is to control, dominate, everything in this land, to take, steal, and destroy. They are the devil's hands. And they are the ones now that are trying to steer policy. They are the ones now that are trying to fuse civil war. They are the ones now trying to invoke as much pain in any way that they can. I don't know what moves are going to be made. I don't know if you're going to see a military counter-response. I don't know if you're going to see a, a military mobilization under this administration and they're loyal to this administration. I don't know those things. What I do know, and I can say this with absolute solidness and firmness from everything that I've been shown and everything that I see in prayer, we will get through this and Father God will protect us. But... That responsibility of where we stand rests on us and that r- burden that we have is to continue to trust in him and not let fear creep in. In the midst of this storm, we have to hold the line. I don't know if you've ever gone to a coastline. Oregon coast is beautiful. I've, Having grown up here and, having, and back here now, I'm blessed. And there is nothing to me more exciting to do in the year than to go to the coast during a storm. The Oregon storms on the coast, the coasts, the coastal storms on the Oregon coast are dynamic. They're exciting. The waves are vicious. The winds are intense. The, The whole edge of the beach line is rocky. We don't have a lot of sand on our coast. We have a lot of crag rock. We have a lot of roughness and coarseness. And there's a certain visceral danger when you stand out there in the middle of a storm. But I do. And it's a beautiful experience because you have to trust in something greater. When you put your face into the wind and you anchor your feet solid on the ground and that wind is crashing in your face and you're leaning into the wind and you can literally feel yourself leaning forward past your tipping point and the wind is holding you up. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about this coming at us now, and this is the type of storm we have to face. And we know if we're tight with Jesus in our love and our passion, and we're connected with Father God in such a deep and a personal way, we know that our feet are solid on that rock, that no matter how hard the winds blow, we will not be displaced. And God knows that too. But to do that, you have to trust And you can't turn your face away from the wind. Not in this storm. This is a storm now to put your face into the wind. Confront it. Embrace it. Enjoy it. Because this is now the storm that God brings to the land. And the storm will create chaos. And the storm will create upheaval. And the storm will create fear. And the storm will create anxiety and anger and probably percolate up hate, but fear will ultimately cower down upon a nation. And who will be there to raise them back up? That's God's remnant. That's us. And that's you. God has taken his remnant and he's spread it across this nation. He has done this intentionally. Think about all the moves and replacements and displacements people have been through moving to a new location, being called back to family, families coming together, all of this by design. And if you look back on this in the last four years, it's absolutely one of God's greatest miracles. Because quietly, with seeming unrelated events, he has moved his people onto the playboard exactly where they need to be. And in the process, he's inspired his people, his children, to seek him more deeply. And in that process, he's encouraged his children to dig their hands deep into the earth and to begin to sow seeds, to set aside stores and provisions for a time of shortage. He's inspired his children to learn old ways of health so that there's no reliance on the hospitals. He's encouraged his children to learn how to homeschool so that those resources can be there to help others and bring communities back together. He's inspired his children to set up homeschooling or home churches and, or Bible studies, and he's done so as he's filtered out the, the bad churches and those that have violated him. That was COVID's greatest gift. He's inspired his children to seek different ways to make a living, not just money, but to develop skills. He's inspired his children to dig in and to understand what goes on in their local community, to be engaged, to learn, to seek new knowledge, to build up knowledge resources that's available for themselves and their community. And he's inspired his children to live more frugally, to steward better what we have, and to learn the principles of conservation. All of this has happened quietly. As the world's Fighting and, and disinformation campaigns have waged their wars against us. He's been moving us quietly in place. And this is a beautiful gift. It's truly a miracle of God. He's awakened some to start actions. He's taken others and he's brought them closer to their family. He's, a, he's lit up the ecclesias and the, and the rise up of churches and the voices to lead. And he's inspired millions to put their eyes back on him. All in preparation for a moment in time, that in our, as we move through this and as we look back, will seem like a blip in the history of this nation. But as we go through it, it will seem like the end. We will be pushed to the brink of where we think all is lost. But those of faith that stand on that rock, they will know it's not lost. They'll know it's just the beginning. Because through every storm, after the storm crashes down and it crushes everything, that's when the inspiration to rebuild begins. But during the storm, that's when our greatest work is done, because that's when we're administering and ministering to people, reminding them of where to keep their eyes as they're getting tossed about and they're fearful, we're holding their hand and walking them onto that rock of faith. We're helping them fix their gaze where it needs to be, not at the storm, but on Jesus and on the cross. As they tremble, we console. As they look around in fear and panic because they have nothing in preparation, we offer them a bowl to eat. This is Christ's love. This is the magnitude of living a Christ walk, and this is what he's been bringing us to do. This is what our calling has been from our birth, and we haven't known until now, and it is beginning to reveal itself, because in this process, we are learning truly who we are. God's words to a pastor recently were, tell them, tell them who they are. patriots." I'm telling you who you are. We are the children of God. We, are the, we carry the love of Christ and the light of Jesus. We have been told that we have dominion over all evil. We have been told that we can do greater works than he. All we have to do now is to believe, to trust, and to reach into Father God for a relationship so deep and so personal that we can hear him clearly even as the waves come crashing in. This is our time, and it's a beautiful time to live, to breathe, and to know that as we hit this new era, this is going to be the call of people with the love of Jesus that will ri- raise this nation up. This nation will be a nation under God once again, any mighty way. And to get there, it's going to be a struggle, a fight. It's going to be Tough for many. Some won't make it. But in all of this, there will be no question at the end of this who Father God is. There will be no question where our eyes need to be. There will be no question when we have somebody trying to deceive them. Who, what they're really saying and what the truth is. There will be no deception about what it is to love thy neighbor because we will love our neighbors, because we will learn again what that means. And in all of that, it's us, his children, that he has prepared for this time. These aren't end times. These are beginning times. These are times now that the glory of what has been given to us, the skills that we have, will be the tools in which we use in whatever we do to heal and to restore. Proverbs twenty two twenty nine. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. 2 Peter 3.14, therefore, beloved, since you look for these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace, spotless and blameless. We are in a, one of the only times I would ever want to choose to live is now. This is the time. And it is a time in which all that we are becomes revealed And all that we can be is open before us. Ephesians five six to seven or six to seventeen, let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore do not become partners with them, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Do not part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of these things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by light, it becomes visible for anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand that the will of the Lord is. It is so amazing that As we read scripture now, and we find the place in life and the station in which we stand, the words of scripture ring not just true to our heart, but almost as if they were written in this moment for this time, and that's not by accident. These are absolutely incredible times to live where we start to see the world through truly a biblical lens. And for those that are struggling to understand the world in any other way, they're going to be confused. They're not going to be able to put the pieces together. They're going to look and seek news which will give them lies. They're going to look and try to read things online, which will either not be available or they'll be twisted in some version of somebody's bias and somebody's misunderstanding. If they seek into their heart and their heart is filled with panic or rage or anger, they, the world then becomes cluttered by the same or filtered by the same. But when we stock, when we bring the The love of Christ into the picture, the truth that only Jesus can bring, the wisdom that Father God puts in our heart, the power of the Word. We become the counselors, the guides, we become the disciples, we become the bridge builders to the kingdom. What an amazing time to live. And what an amazing place to be. Over this last few years we have seen this channel grow from people listening to a fellowship of great might and power. Here God lives every day and the Holy Spirit flows every day that we go online. You've built connections with one another. Those connections, whether virtual or in face-to-face, are real And they're rooted in the most powerful connection we can have, which is the Holy Spirit and the love for Father God. If something happens to disrupt that for a time, there's no reason to fear. There's no reason to panic because all that you have is still connected because we're part of one body. And though you may not be able to pick up the phone and call that person at the moment or be able to text somebody right then, Everybody is now connected in a beautiful and holy way. The waves will come. They'll push and they'll pull. And it's more like being tethered on float, like buoys as the wave strikes. Each buoy is going to go through a bit of a toss and a turn, a bit of a tussle. But once the waters settle, we can see each other again. And everybody will be okay. Our country is not going to survive unless we go through this fire. It is too deeply corrupted by those that hate and have built generations of hatred through blood sacrifice and the destruction of human life. This land needs to be purified and it will be purified in great ways in the coming months and years. And it will be led by those that understand the true value of the word and the walking with Jesus. So in these days ahead, no matter when this thing strikes off, perhaps it's next week, perhaps it's in a month, perhaps it's in six months. But none of us can deny the fact that there is a culmination of events coming that are ultimately going to require that something diffuses. And the world cannot deny that the center of all of this evil resides in within this boundaries of this nation, a nation that was once blessed with God, a nation that was once looked at God as the king above all this land, a nation that today is trying to pick up God out of the trenches as this beast that took hold has tried to set itself on the throne to rule above us with an iron fist. This beast will die and this beast is dying. And the darkness that has been put on this land is dying. But it's going to take the Davids. It's going to take the Gideons. It's going to take the Joshuas. It's even going to take the Moses on top of the mount, having people hold up his hands to steer his army to get through this. But we will do this, and we will win. And we will win because within each of us rests the passion and the fire of righteousness, to know very well what we are doing. This is not something to take lightly, and I know you won't, but now is the fire to light within you. This is to understand the deep and incredible compassion we have for our brethren and our neighbor, and at the same time understand the ruthlessness and precision in which we will destroy this demonic force. There is no mercy to the demon none there is compassion and love for our fellow man and as we separate the demon from the people we begin to see that rising up of more joy more love the true freedom that they have often not felt and that comes through the healing of the blood of the cross so patriots in these days ahead do your inventories dig deep within seek the repentance in the walk of your path of life take jesus along that walk clean up your heart unhook the lecherous things that still cling on purify your heart to true true, detailed deep repentance and prepare your armor for what is to come seal the armor heal the wound use the blood of the cross ask for forgiveness and repentance for each of those things that you stumble along in your life. Make yourself mightier in the Lord. And in your house, continue that same. Clean, get rid of the excess, organize, prepare, be focused. Wherever you are now, you will be good because God will take care of each of us as long as we keep our eyes in him. And even if you say to yourself in panic, I haven't done this, I haven't stacked up enough of this, I haven't had the money to do this, cast that aside. That's just the devil working within you. Cast it aside. Simply look to Father God and say, Father, I have done all that I can, and if you feel that you haven't, then tell him, forgive me, but here I am. But now keep your eyes on him, because in this storm, this is what he's looking for. He's looking for those that will never take your eyes off of him and he will make sure that you and your family are safe. And coming out of this, you won't just be safe. You're going to be that voice that he needs to start bringing his children together, to raising them up and healing the wounds that we will all have to face. This is a blessed time to live. Let us pray. Father, in these times that we face now, it's just such an absolute blessing to be here assembled together in one fellowship as we've come together to learn a great deal about getting closer to you, walking more intimately with you, getting to know you as our Father. And Jesus, we say the same, for he who sacrificed himself for us to rid ourselves, to... Seal off our sins in a contract of blood. You now stand with us. We stand under your banner, and you have been there the whole time to guide us, to lead us, to console us, to heal us. Thank you. We are so deeply humbled. So, in these days ahead, no matter what that clock is that's ticking, as we feel the momentum building, we pray that you can just give each patriot. Each of those that have Christ in their heart, those that are even waffling, give them that strength to pull deeper into Jesus. And Father, just to give that understanding, that wisdom that is needed now to take that next step, to trust in you, to be focused, to be diligent, to not waste time, to spend time in the Word, and to be at peace within our soul because we have no fear when we walk in that space guide us and protect us and we say these things in Christ Jesus name Amen Patriots thank you for all that you give And all that you are. We are in a great place and a great time to be. So, as we say, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place. For just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow afternoon for Bended Knee. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now.
1: Oh, I wanna feel something I just wanna breathe again Dive into the